crucial to the production of an MR image are the magnetic field gradients from these coils. They generate a magnetic field that varies linearly in space, like this. Over here we, hit, we, we have a lower field than over here. And we've already seen that the frequency of the signal is directly dependent on field strength. Therefore, material over here in a weaker field has a lower frequency of resonance than material over here in a higher magnetic field. And so, using this frequency, we can see where the signal has come from. The signal that we measure is then taken and digitized, and we apply a Fourier transform. Now, what the Fourier transform does is does a frequency analysis of this signal. So after the Fourier transform, we have a plot of signal intensity versus frequency. And because frequency is via the field gradient the same as spatial position, we now have a profile of the object. Now we use contrast in MR images uh, to improve the delineation of different tissue types. And contrast based on the T1 of different tissues is created by repeating the imaging sequence before the nuclei in tissue with a long relaxation time have had time to fully relax. So in this experiment over here, which is performed with a short repetition time, the cerebrospinal fluid, referred to as CSF, has not had time to relax between experiments up to its full value, and therefore appears dark in the image because you're only capturing a small amount of its magnetization each time. Whereas, if you had a long relaxation time, CSF, which has a very long T1 value, has had much more time to recover, and therefore in the image appears much more bright, and almost the same signal intensity as white and grey matter in this example. So um, if you don't use this contrast behaviour, or use it in the wrong way, you won't see where the grey matter is. Simple as that. Now, how about T2 contrast? Remember, T2 is the relaxation time for protons exchanging their extra magnetic energy, not with the lattice surroundings, but with each other. T2 contrast is introduced by delaying the signal acquisition following the 90 degree pulse by a time which we call the echo time, TE, to allow T2 relaxation to occur. So we simply apply our pulse wait a certain amount of time for T2 relaxation, and then we capture our image. And as you can see uh, on, on the example here, if we wait 50 milliseconds, you can see via these curves, which show the signal intensity decaying as a function of time, you can see that at 50 milliseconds, white matter, gray matter, and in fact CSF, all appear to be about the same signal intensity. However, if we wait until 100 milliseconds after the 90 degree pulse, to acquire the signal, CSF, having a very long T2 relaxation time, clearly appears much more brightly than grey and white matter. T2 contrast is by far the most common form of contrast that is used in diagnosis, and I'm showing you here an example of stroke infarctions in the basal ganglia, which are clearly depicted by the T2 weighted imaging. You can clearly see these regions of high signal intensity because the tissue there has a high T2 value and we pick that out using T2 weighting.